There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spencer. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Romaran over here with my co-host for the evening, Emil A.S.H. What's up, Emil? Doing well, doing well. It's a Monday. Daming ganap up. Uh, yeah, today, so yeah, um, everything's good. Yeah, this is the pick of the week, our picks of the week episode once more for the week of February 27th to March 5th. So that was the past seven days. And yeah, once again, we will tell you, or if you're new to this, we will tell you what we liked from last week. It could be a match, a segment, a wrestling related TV show, or movie, or content, whatever have you. Anything is fair game as long as it is involving wrestling. But before all that, we should tell you about our Patreon program because and we just had something happen earlier today. Emil, tell them what happened today. All right. So earlier today, or if you're oh, yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to this on, this the, Monday, on the Tuesday, yeah. yesterday we had our revolution viewing party over on our Discord server since... Uh, Disney Plus, AEW pay-per-views, we were able to have the traditional uh, watch party that we had over the last couple of years. So uh, if you want to join future viewing parties, you can do that by subscribing to our Patreon program at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars. Or in our local currency, it's around 260 to 270 pesos. And uh, madami bang perks ang pagsali sa aming Patreon. Like, of course, the watch parties. No pay-per-views, but for the future pay-per-views, the watch party is always available uh, in our Discord servers. You can join us there. Other perks, of course, we got our uh, pasabays, which the next one will come very soon. WrestleMania season. That's right. Since uh, madaming sales at WWE Shop. Also, uh, you'll get the review content from the weekly wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and some local uh, wrestling events as well. And you have the opportunity to join our Discord server. Again, we have watch parties there. But also, we do have some casual conversations there about wrestling and everything and anything under the sun. So um, by uh, joining our Patreon program, you are also supporting everything that we do here on the podcast. So again, 
The link is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Again, you can join our Patreon for as slow as five dollars. That's right. That's right. Good job, Emil. So I wanted All to right. add to that. Um, your future pay-per-view watch parties, Nathan. We'll be trying something different after WrestleMania. So I think you know the world's opening up. We're allowed to, or we've been long allowed to gather some more. So if you want a more inclusive or you know the live experience, but not on the same scale as WrestleMania, we're, we have something in the works for you. We'll try to figure out how we can do both, how, how we can balance you know Discord watch parties with this live concept that we want to try out. But you know, if you're missing the live party atmosphere all the time you don't have to wait for the big events to come do that so stay tuned we'll tell you all about it as we finalize those plans all right do you shop frequently at robinson's or book your flights on cebu pacific air save time and money by using go time bank as your payment method and earn more rewards points that are redeemable as cash with interest rates 50 times higher than traditional banks you'll earn more rewards for your purchases plus you can transfer funds to other banks for free three times a week. Download the GoTime Bank app now and make shopping and travel a breeze. It's GoTime. Download the app from the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. So let's get on with our picks of the week. We only have four picks because Chino did not give his. That's fine. He'll be back this week. He'll be joining us once again for our special live stream at the PNA Studios on Thursday, March 9th. So, hi. Let's start with the pick of one Stancy. His pick from last week is the WWE biography episode of Jake the Snake Roberts. So, this one, this episode doesn't actually tell anything new, super new, because there have been a lot of content about Jake the Snake's life and career. There's the resurrection of Jake the Snake. I think that's a documentary. There's a Dark Side of the Ring episode on Grizzly Smith, his father. And then, Champre, uh, this one, the WWE on AE uh, version of it, might be the most comprehensive one. This one really embraced the darkness of Jake's family. Like, I was watching it, and Champre, I didn't watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode on Jake the Snake, but I was told that it had a lot of the same things. But this one was really kind of traumatic. Like, trigger warning, there is some sexual harassment and abuse here. Apparently, uh, Jake's father was an abuser and Jake's stepmother abused him sexually. So they didn't censor that. They didn't sanitize that at all. They really went into how fucked up Jake the Snake and his family was. And they also touched on Jake's substance abuse issues, his drinking, his drugging, and his lack of time spent with his family, his kids. So a whole bunch of the ugly side of Jake the Snake's life really thrown in there. But this one, this one is the best because it was pretty cinematic. And there were vignettes of present-day Jake the Snake cutting promos like the villain in uh, his character. This also had the perspectives of three of them. I don't know if it was all of them. Jake's children. They didn't hold back. They didn't PR their father. They told their honest feelings, and that made it more human. I think everyone wants the truth. That's why people <laughs> look down on pro wrestling sometimes because they don't get the truth. They don't get real fighting. But uh, there are still some real emotions. And Jake also is self-aware enough to address how he didn't let his anger 
totally cloud his insights. Jempre, uh, he is well aware of how flawed and how human he really is. And that makes it a really well-rounded episode and a really nice documentary into Jake the Snake's entire being and his entire life and his entire career and his entire and all of his relationships. So this is pretty good. I also enjoyed personally, this is me talking, not just Stan's uh point of view. I enjoyed the snippets of Jake's character work. I didn't really get to see much of that. I didn't watch the new generation of wrestling in the late 80s and early 90s, but he was really good. He was really good on the mic. You can see a lot of his work influencing some of the current stars. Shepard, the the non-shouty promo guys in the business today, definitely not MJF. <laughs> so <laughs> he is really influential in that regard. And he really was one of a kind because I'm sure you've seen old clips, Emil, of how the wrestlers were in the 80s. Yep. You know how brash and shouty they really were. And Jake yes. the Snake was calm, collected, and vicious in his own kind of way. But really exactly. evil in his old kind of way. So what did you think? Did you see this episode? Yes, I actually saw this episode last night. To me, this is like the, I think the best of the whole series, the whole biography series, because of how real it was. And I think we also talked about um, another episode of biography weeks ago. And I said that the A&E documentaries have a different aesthetic compared to the WWE produced documentaries and this is what I'm talking about because they didn't hide anything they didn't PR anything like they told the truth they told everything and I'm already kind of aware of Jake the Snake's past because I did watch the resurrection of Jake the Snake and uh, for fans here uh, I am sure you are familiar with the movie Beyond the Mat that's like one of my favorite wrestling documentaries ever on that movie they also touched upon Jake's uh dark past but i didn't know it was this dark so yeah it was so that, it was so fucked up i, it was, I had, it was I had so to make a dark up. joke about it just to get it out of my system <laughs> but yes it was super fucked up but i'm glad you know what the best thing about this story of Jake the Snake it's not the rise and fall but you know, may may element of rise and fall, and then the rise again. So, as of right now, we all know what you know. Jake the Snake is up to, and he's doing well. He's he's been sober now for almost a decade, and hindi man yan na repair yung relationships with all of his children. He's the one who said it himself. Na he can't blame them because he was never around some of his children the same way that his father was never around when he was growing up. So, me and me, full circle thing there. And again, if you have watched the Beyond the Mat documentary, na featured on yung isa sa mga daughters ni Jake the Snake. And I'm glad that I, I don't know if that was the same person, the yung daughter niya who also was interviewed for the A and E doc. But if she is, then I'm glad that they are on better terms now that they were during the filming of of that movie. So. Also, the one thing that I realized was like when they were talking about Stone Cold and uh, King of the Ring. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for him, if there was no Jake the Snake, no, no, no. Gotten... No, no. That's not accurate. If Jake the Snake wasn't fucked up, 
and he exactly. wasn't addicted to uh, the drinking, the drugs, and he didn't get to that low in his life and then rise up as a born again yeah. Christian. We would not get the entire attitude era. Yeah, we would not so, get the. So the, no, it's actually kind. Of, it's actually kind of fucked up. Nah, it wasn't because Jake <laughs> the Snake existed. It was because he had to get down to rock bottom. So exactly, yeah, Jake the Snake's entire <laughs> arc of redemption was the catalyst for it. It's really sad that somebody or, you know, he had to get to those depths for us to get our boom period of wrestling. <laughs> exactly. You know, I know, like, it's a wonderful, like, butterfly effect. Uh, it's not wonderful. Like he, it's fucked up because he, he had to go through that. It's it's not wonderful. I mean, when you look at it, it's not great Okay, somebody had it. to suffer. <laughs> it's great for us, the fans, because we got, like, the best or, you know, some people say our, is the best period of wrestling of WWE, but so... Yeah, uh, so somebody had to suffer, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you know, like although tragic, yung nangyari sa past ni Jake the Snake Roberts, and we saw him at his like lowest of the low. I'm just glad that this isn't one of those tragic wrestling stories of people dying young and not having the chance to redeem themselves and and having that second chance in life. I mean, Jake the Snake is one of those rare people who was actually given a second chance to live his life. And now he's doing well. And like in the wrestling, most of the his contemporaries are already dead. But you look at him today, he's healthy. He's doing fine. He actually looks better now than he did before he got, uh, before he got sober. So as much as it was a dark documentary, I'm also glad na made redemption na nangyari with Jake Snake. Yeah, uh, my favorite part about all of this is seeing how much he is self-aware. I think he was always self-aware, but uh, now he's self-aware and sober, I believe, because he's been with DDP and DDP has been helping him out. You love to see it, you know. Some people grow old and still don't grow mature. I think the best example of this uh, as a wrestler is uh, the late New Jack. New Jack was still an asshole (laughs) in his later years. So we love to see the character progression, the character development. Uh, and we cannot yeah. we cannot say say it enough, but DDP is a saint. DDP yeah. is a wrestling saint. DDP is a great guy. Yeah. yeah. He has saved so many lives. Not just, I think, in wrestling, but also, I think, with this program, Madami Shangani, he changed so many lives. And uh, that's why he's one of the best. Yep. Right. So that's it for uh, the biography episode of Jake the Snake Roberts. Let's move on to Raw. Let's move down the week. From Sunday, we went to Monday. Emil, what is your pick from Raw? All right. So uh, uh, I figured nah, I have to pick something from the WWE because I've been picking uh, mostly Dynamite and other well, stuff. Well, among, no one's keeping score. I mean, no one, nobody's yeah. going to call you out by <laughs> always preferring Dynamite. I'm, pick, I'm picking something from Dynamite this week. Yeah, but but, uh, but I really love this one. So that's why I'm picking it. It's uh, the match between Cody Rhodes and Chad Gable from Raw last week. And this was, I think, unannounced. This was just announced on the show. But it was really fun. It was a fun, quick match that really got my attention while I was watching Raw. And um, although I admit Raw was a little bit uneventful this week, but so this match really stood out from a pretty boring edition of Raw. And Cody Rhodes continues to get his rhythm and mojo back. And there was nothing else better to test himself uh, than Chad Gable. I mean... Um, Gable continues to be a bright spot on Raw 
despite not being in a major or a titled program ever since Triple H took over, he's been on Raw consistently every week. He's been delivering good to great matches, and they would always put him in a spot where if they want to showcase someone, put him against Chad Gable, and there you would have a great match on that week's uh, episode. And this one was not an exception. If you want a match where like, you really don't need any context, you just want some great wrestling, a good 10 to 15 minutes of action, I'd recommend this one. Yeah, I uh, agree. This is a pretty good match. Um, it wasn't really for anything. It was really just to make Cody look good and to kind of tune him up for uh, the WrestleMania main event. Some people, Schempeler, will complain about Chad Gable and other similar guys not being pushed and not winning all their opportunities. But, Schempeler, that is just the way things work in wrestling. You are good in the ring, but you don't have like the best or most serious character. You end up being a guy who puts other people over. I, I've been there. Not saying I was a good wrestler in the ring, but I could make people look good. And Chad Gable could make people look good. People like Dolph Ziggler make people look good. And that's unfortunately for some people, maybe not as much for other people. That's just the way some people find their roles on the on the team. Inga, uh, to provide great content, um, people will, I guess, sing your praises as a good wrestler, but you won't be able to like, Pat, pad your stats on the resume. <laughs> so, yeah. and I think Cody was the one who vouched for this match to happen. Like he, he wants to give Chad Gable uh, a spotlight. Oh yeah, uh, so that he could you know showcase him as well, but like kind of bring him uh, to the dance. So kudos, I guess, I guess to Cody for yeah uh, uh, vouching. For that's Chad great. Gable. That's great for him. Guess uh, great of him rather. All right. Uh, before we move on to our last two picks of the week, uh, sorry, Emil, do you have anything else to say about your pick, Arulana? Uh, the, uh, it was it was a it was a short match. When you're so busy uh, the entire week, and you do not have the time to watch extensive like wrestling programming. You want to watch just one match. This I'd recommend this one. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, before we go to our next two or last two picks of the week, let's hear. From our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, welcome back to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Picks of the Week for February 27 to March 5. My pick of the week is from Dynamite. Let's move on to Wednesday. It is the show closing promo of Brian Danielson featuring MJF. So every now and then, Tony Khan will end Dynamite or Rampage with a promo because he has to sell the pay-per-view. And this one was a good choice, really great choice. Um, 
It was all Brian Danielson talking. MJF barely got a, a sentence in edgewise. Right? Um, it was all Brian Danielson establishing his character, why he fights, why he does this, why he, why he's chasing after the championship. He's also uh, Brian Danielson talking some much-needed trash against MJF. So he takes MJF to town. Right? He talks yes. about... Why his fiance left him, talks about why he's not really a good wrestler, why he's not a good champion, why he's not like <laughs> deserving to be the face of AEW, all of those things that you know Max already knows and kind of deep down accepts in Amin out loud. So this one was good because for one, it's not an MJF promo. Uh the MJF promos can say are designed to make you hate him. They are designed to get you to boo. It's designed to annoy you because he does not have any other mode other than shouting and uh, talking trash at people. So this one is a breath of fresh air because it was Brian speaking from the heart, you know. And Champrami Konting worked shoot the pinasok done. And uh the best part of this was the raw emotion in that led to Brian dropping the one single annual F-bomb on AEW programming. <laughs> Last year they had it. This year they used it up. <laughs> so that was pretty good. It was um, cathartic. It was really uh, satisfying to listen to. And I think the first bit of cinema that they got from this entire feud. Because hey, MJF was trying really hard, but I, he wasn't really hitting with his weird um, self-serving promos. What did you think, Emil? Um... First of all, that line where uh, Brian said uh, that's why his fiance left him, Max had it coming because he's engaged and yet everywhere on social media or even on TV he's parading around his womanizing way. So who does that? Like you're engaged na pero ganun pa rin yung panana ni Tamo. So <laughs> he deserves it. He Like everything that Brian threw, him, threw at him, he kind of deserves it. And then, you know, I know, Throughout this feud, MJF is the, it seems like the only one who's talking. And ang hindi, again, one of the things I didn't like is he's the heel. The purpose of his promos is to people to hate him, not necessarily to also put over the other guy as a threat. So that's one of the things that I always measure if someone is a great promo guy, especially as a heel, is that when you're talking, you're also making sure that you're putting over someone as a threat. And I failed to see that with MJF throughout the build-up to this match. So it's just quite right now. It's Brian who did all the talking because, again, he he had it coming. Like, all throughout this feud, MJF's the only, only one who's talking. He's the only one berating Brian. Brian uh, haven't gotten the chance to at least fight back, and this was his moment. And honestly, before that promo, I wasn't really excited uh, with this match. But after that... I kind of saw myself rooting for Brian to win this match, which obviously, if you're listening to this, he obviously didn't. Since, we'll we'll uh, talk about that, uh, I think, yeah. uh, feelings about Revolution on Thursday. So don't yeah. worry about it. But, well, yeah, you get so, your chance to to talk about, your to make your own cinema. Yeah. But but yeah, about, about that promo, yeah. Um, it was, again, a classic promo, classic uh, go-home show formula. Nah, Brian was the one who looked strong. So may hint na doon na baka he, uh, he will lose at the pay-per-view. And uh, yun na nangyari. But again, this was a great promo. 
I'm actually glad that for once MJF got his uh, comeuppance when it comes to promos. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really good too. Um, I think everyone at this point just wanted to hear Max shut up. But anyway, uh, that didn't happen. So we'll talk about that on Thursday. All right, let's move on to our final pick of the week. It is from Rowan and it is from Friday on SmackDown. The opening segment between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. So uh, Rowan says this is the calmest promo he has ever seen between two guys who are fighting at the main event of WrestleMania for the unified WWE Universal Championship. So I actually agree. Um, main intensity, yes, uh, but it is also kind of measured and Rowan says he found it very powerful, even though it was quiet and wasn't, you know, the kind of dramatic, let's shout at each other and let's uh, pour our high emotions on each other. He said that the fact that they exchanged words in a kind of civilized manner made this special. They didn't end with a brawl. They just really uh, exchanged some heavy words. That enough from Roman. So Rowan says... With this promo, he feels that we are on the road to WrestleMania. I agree with all of those things, actually. Uh, Roman had some really good lines here. Um, now, now that they finally met each other in a promo battle, you can tell that Roman is now the more easygoing guy in the feud, in the story. And then Cody was kind of like um, being the more complex uh complicated and medyo pilit na makata na, no, na, na baby face. Like, <laughs> if you showed me uh, the two of them and I hadn't seen them before in this promo battle, I would cheer for Roman because Roman was the, the more confident here. And then it seemed like Cody was kind of flustered and then he went into this weird flowery tirade about existing and finishing the story and, you know, Winning the championship. Uh, and that's what with the words, basically. And Roman just said what he had to say and made it powerful. You know, what did you think of that, Emil? Yeah, I know. Like, uh, this was so different of what we are used to with Roman Reigns. So, like, this is the Sigolo. There's no stakes for him. Like, uh, does it, um, I think, gain by beating Cody. That's why his attitude is like that. And so, <laughs> with Roman's attitude towards Cody on that promo. I mean, Siguro because it was just their first time meeting and he's still like scouting Cody you know, on how he's going to beat this guy psychologically because that is his strength. Like he's manipulative. He can really get into your head. So I think at that point, Cody, like how am I going to get into this guy's head? And you can see it with this promo and Cody is trying his best to not let Roman get into his head because in Cody's mind, this matchup is always like going to be a one-on-one match for the championship. That's it. But Roman kind of parang gusto niya may thrill, pero he's so chill. I, like it's it's so suspicious. Now he's like this calm with only a month away to WrestleMania. Usually you would see him kind of be paranoid already since may bagong challenger na siya on the horizon but <laughs> sobrang ano sobrang chill niya with his approach to Cody yeah ito naman um, here is this one other thing that I had when I saw the segment right it felt like they already said everything that they needed to say to each other you know parang 
they shook on it. They said, may the best man win. That That's usually reserved for the go-home show. <laughs> if they were going to be civilized oh, yeah. about it, that's something you say at the very last episode of SmackDown before the show. So my question is, now that they wished each other luck, what else do we do here to build up the story? Are we leaving it here and say, okay, Cody Rose and Roman Reigns is happening at night two of WrestleMania. See you there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because everything else that happened after that was about Roman and the Usos and the rest of the bloodline. Right? So is this like a red herring? Like, are we also getting a Roman versus J match or Jimmy versus J match? Like, it felt like Roman was more concerned with his cousins than Cody. Did you feel the same exactly. way? Exactly. You know, I know. Like, it, like, um, he's not gaining anything from going up against Cody. That's why, parang nonchalant siya, parang wala siyang pakialam. So, they were just like, okay, so made a better one win. Okay, so I, he has like better things to attend to rather than wasting his time against Cody Rhodes because why would he go up against this guy aside from it's already penciled in at the main event of WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how else they're going to build to this. How, what other segments can they run? Is Cody going to keep coming back to SmackDown and demanding to see Roman? Because <laughs> If that happens and he keeps whining about it, he's going to be the heel of the story. People are going to turn on him. So I'm at a loss. I mean, I'm open to being surprised, but I don't know how they're going to move on with Roman and Cody from here. I think they need to tie down Cody and Roman's story to the Bloodline and Sammy and KO story. So I think, a week ago, like the promo before... Elimination Chamber, we were saying, oh, they have done such a good job of weaving these two stories together. But now, connected. So I think they need to do that again so that at least my sense Cody is a bloodline story. Yeah, I think I'm judging it early. But the thing is, yung kasi, I'm, I'm wondering out loud. So I guess we'll see. We'll see on Raw. We'll see on SmackDown. They can't not talk about the main event because it's the main event. So there has to be something that they have planned. I just don't see what it is. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you need to add, Emil? Uh, I think we have already said everything. All right. Yeah. I think it's uh, way too early. Like, yeah. There's still a month to this build. So maybe something will happen down the line. Yeah. All right. That's it for our picks of the week, February 27th to March 5th. Thank you guys for tuning in. And Chempra, before all of that, I want to plug our WrestleMania viewing party. Yes, it is official. We are bringing it back. Emil will be here for the first time. Is it your first WrestleMania viewing party? Yes. Yes. This is my first time. You will be in Metro Manila for that. It will be at Skinny Mike Sports Bar in Bonifacio Global City. If you have been to the past parties, you know what it is. You know where it is. It will be on April 2, Sunday, and April 3, Monday, in the morning. I'm sure it's not going to last past uh, 12 p.m. You can buy a one-day pass for 400 if you register early and uh, a two-day pass for 750 again, if you register early. If you walk in at the event, you will have to pay 500 for a one-day pass and 900 for a two-day pass. So we'll see you there. If you are near the area, we'll definitely see you. If you want to celebrate WrestleMania, watch the event and you know react to the happenings, the goings on in real time with uh, with your fellow wrestling fans, we will definitely love to have you there. 
All you got to do is check out our page, uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. We will tell you how to register for your early bird tickets from there. Yeah, just follow the page. Follow us on social media at Wrestling Two X Pod on TikTok and Twitter at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and or the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Right, we'll see you on Thursday, March 9th for our live stream live from the PNA Studios. It's a yep. it's a very special episode. Everyone, I think, will be there. Uh, if you are a Rowan ASH fan, manalangin kayo sa mga sinasamba nyong panginoon na nandun siya. All right, all right. See you then, guys. Right. Please stay safe. I wish you all luck despite the transport strike. And please support our um, hardworking jeepney drivers. Hashtag no to jeepney phase out. All yes. Right? All right. All right. See you then. Stay safe. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 